I'm going in. It's too big. Size matters not. Didn't go in. So it's big. Hey, what's up, fellow nerds? Welcome to another episode of Hoth Topic. Coming at you on time this week for episode nine. Look out, and we're about to hit that double-digit episode, making me a big boy. All right, ready to grow up now. As I always like to mention, you know this show is uh, hosted by me, but it's a spinoff of the Sarlacc Digest main show, uh, where me and the fellas go off every other week on everything Star Wars. Um, this is the show where I pretty much pick and choose a few things and tend to go off. The cool thing is I actually got a little bit of news this week that I'm going to share before the Sarlacc show, which is unusual. Usually we catch it first on there. And hey, I hope you really enjoyed last week's episode. I, I enjoyed putting that one together. Um, again, no research or anything, but just talking and bullshitting about the canon uh, was a fun episode because that's one of my, my passions. So I hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, this one's probably going to be a little bit shorter, but who knows, it'll end up being an hour and a half after I'm done. Never know where it's going to go. But hey, let's jump right into this week. I'm going to start off with a bit of Bantha Poodoo. So this week's Bantha Poodoo was the rumor coming out that Ryan Johnson's trilogy was canned. Now we've all grown pretty accustomed to sites going off and saying stupid shit and just trying to get their clicks, right? But then they just start reaching for stuff. They get any quote, and they want to jump in and, and just turn it against Ryan Johnson, against The Last Jedi, and just stir that shit up for their comments and fucking clicks. So here's another one. and I'm going to read you the quote real fast. Um, the quote was from uh, uh, Rogue One art director Neil Lamont. Okay, He says, We were just starting our work on another Star Wars spinoff, and yeah, we were actually just making our mark on Tatooine which would have been interesting in some other new galaxies. So hopefully if that comes back, we'll get the chance to be able to do that further. So somehow, they took that and ran into Johnson's trilogy was stopped. And everybody ran with it again because people are sheep and people see stuff and they're like, oh, that must be true. I read a headline, so let me move that over here to the confirmed piece or, or what have you. Now, if I were to read that right off the bat, the first thing I would notice is it says Tatooine. If you're mentioning Tatooine, that takes the Johnson trilogy right out because they said they're in a corner of the galaxy never seen before. Now, you might bring in there, oh, he says other new galaxies too. Correct. But he said a spinoff, and he said Tatooine. So this spinoff wasn't going to be Johnson's spinoff trilogy. So again, they just run with it. If they were smart, they would have jumped on the Kenobi train or the Jabba movie train or the fucking, who the hell knows, the Salacious Crumb standalone we were talking about or the Bith or the Figurin' Dan origin story that I had confirmed weeks ago. I mean, come on. We don't just jump into Ryan Johnson and, and The Last Jedi and pissing on Disney and Kathleen Kennedy just because somebody says they, they're on hold somewhere with something. The fact that it said Tatooine took that right out, but nobody has the fucking common sense to figure that out. Everybody runs on shit. Nobody can read not anything. It's it's getting fucking pathetic. It drives me nuts. That's why I've been trying to stay off the internet, but you know what? I'm fucking back on because here's the deal. We need to be the voice of reason, the Sarlacc Digest, Hoth Topic, the voice of reason out there for people who, number one, can't read and just want to make judgments without any kind of research. We'll do the fucking research for you and give you the real news. 
you know. And second, we need to be the voice of positivity. I know I fucking rant on here, but my rants are all based on Star Wars love and hatred of trolls. So, I mean, I, I still think we're trying to be a positive, positive influence. Shit like that just drives me nuts. If you, if you catch me ever putting just clickbait stuff on the page, fucking message me, do whatever, you know, come on there, blast in the comments, and tell me I'm a piece of shit hypocrite um, for doing it because it's, it's fucking ridiculous. I think we made a mistake one time, and I forget what it was, but you know what we did? And I'm going to call it out, too. We listened to fucking Mike Zero on a trailer release. That's what it was. It was a Last Jedi trailer release. We confirmed it because we, we listened to Mike Zero, and, and I don't know fucking why. We just happened to jump on there. Um, got killed on it, went back, came back and pulled a retraction and apologized profusely for being stupid and, and listening to stuff. But you know what? He never did. None of these sites ever come back and say, oh, we were wrong. That was a stupid rumor. Our bad for jumping the gun. We're idiots. Uh, we were just clickbaiting you. You never catch any of that, right? They have no accountability. When you have, we've only got like 1,400 followers on Instagram, right? And I've got the four of you guys listening to the shows. So, I mean, our responsibility still, to me, feels huge that we need to give you guys the real bits of information. These other motherfucking sites got 800,000 followers, you know, 1.2 million followers, even 23,000 followers, the, the, even the, the big, smaller big sites. That's a lot of responsibility to be putting information out there and being fucking wrong and spreading bullshit. You know, you have to have some kind of, of self-accountability and love for the movie and love for the, the, the saga and, and the lore to, to do these pages, not just be some kind of fucking prick that wants a bunch of clicks. What's everybody getting for it? Have I not figured out how to get rich off this? Because I haven't fucking got a dime. You know, I put money into this stuff. Fucking Marco buys, gets us shirts and stuff and puts money into it. Uh, it, it none, none of this shit's free. We don't m make money on it. So are, are these guys figuring something out? I don't know. They just want clicks, clicks, clicks. Or just some fucking, they got a small dick and need to make themselves feel bigger by lying and getting more followers. I don't fucking get it. And then, God help me, you go into the comments on these things, and it's like, well, good, because Ruin Johnson, and they still fucking use Ruin Johnson like they're fucking clever from nine months ago. Stop fucking using Ruin Johnson. Just say Johnson. We get who the fuck you're talking about. You're not clever. You were clever maybe, like, up till Christmas. After Christmas, you're a fucking idiot, right? It's, it just proves all you do is look at headlines and read everybody else's stuff and take their opinions and make them your own. That's all that shows, is you have no kind of, no kind of imagination or, or self-thought at all so fuck the write off and then they're just like oh Kathy, Kathleen Kennedy needs to get fired now and this is the downfall and this is the last nail and oh, blah 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 it's, shut the fuck up if you don't like Star Wars at this point I know I've said this about 3 million times get the fuck out I'm tired of you being near the fan base calling yourselves a fan I would rather us going back to being like the original Star Wars where it's more of a B movie and, and a cult following of uh, a huge cult following don't get me wrong but nobody was was tearing it apart and doing this, and the, the fans were happy, um, and, and we just loved it for what it was. Now, as soon as it fucking comes out, it's getting tore to fucking shreds, and, and just the the trolls, and ah, it's just, it's too much. It's too much. But you know what? Like I said, we're back on Instagram. We're back doing a tweet once every six months. We're back to all that. But we're going to be a positive influence, and I just need you guys to do something for us. You need to share this show because we want to sh spread the positivity, spread, share this show, spread Sarlacc, spread our Instagram pages. You know, like I said, all four of you guys, you guys tell four friends, they tell four friends, all of a sudden, hey, look, we got people, right? Bring them on in. Let them listen. Shit, we got things to say sometimes. I talk for an hour, and there's got to be at least two minutes of something good in here.
It may be spread out like over 10 seconds here and 30 seconds there, but there's fucking two minutes in there. I'm sure of it. So that's my Bantha Poodoo rant for the day. You know, fucking douchebags get me all started up. Now, let's go on to some news. We got the first Resistance trailer dropped. And this is probably going to get me on a rant, too, because everybody's a piece of shit about this, too. But remember, it's my show. It's what I fucking do. Now, the immediate reaction to this has been piss poor at best, right? I'm going to tell you, on the Disney YouTube, it's the only one I'm going to look at. I mean, I know tons of places shared it, so you're going to have different varying reactions to it, but they've pretty much been the same. But on the big site, on the Disney site, it has 84,400 views, okay? Damn near a million, okay, 84% to a million views. 8,400 people upvoted it. That's 1% of the total views on that got got a, got a, a vote. 34 fucking thousand people downvoted it. 5% of everybody that saw it downvoted it. What kind of madness do we live in where Star Wars fans, 5 to 1, want to downvote something off of like a 35-second fucking clip that you can tell her all of the first episode, not the entire season, nothing else, but you want to jump on and be fucking negative. This is going to turn into Bantha Poodoo out of fucking nowhere. I see it. But, so this is only really 6% of the Star Wars population that are, that are voicing their opinion. You got the 1% that upvoted it because, you know, they, they, they're giving it a shot. And 5% that honestly are just being douchebags and they're fucking boycotting everything and fucking the rest of the fan base. That's what they're doing here. Um... So let's talk about the the trailer for a minute, okay? And I'm not going to say it was perfect, I, I, not not by any means. Um, it, it's not what I am used to. It's not something that I want to, you know, look at and be like, oh, I'm 100% in, this is what's going, you know. You just can't do that with everything. You can't go in there and just, you're going to love it to love it. We'd, we'd never do that. You know, we've got to get a, put a critical eye on it and think about it and the positives and the negatives. So the first thing I'm going to say is the animation style. I'm not too keen on the animation style, but I've been through other shows before where I didn't think I'd dig the animation. Um, I'm going to go back to, like, the Batman. The Batman, I didn't really dig at first the animation style, but I ended up loving that series. Um, look at the Justice League and the Batman animated series, which are both considered, like, classic animations, right? But they're not your your standard animation look of, of these guys, these superheroes. I mean, fucking look at look at Justice League. Look look at all this stuff and, and Batman. How their shoulders are like four foot wide and their legs are like six inches wide. You know, even though I think the aesthetics of them and everything like that are phenomenal, there's there's still parts of the style you could probably pull apart. And I know I was kind of sacrilege talking about Batman the animated series. So sorry, I do love it. Is like the greatest thing. That and Clone Wars are. are the standard for animated series for for geekdom. But there are things you can pick apart at first glance and not like it. I'll tell you what, Rebels. When Rebels came out, and I knew it was going to be on Disney, and we saw it, we saw Ezra and all this stuff with the, the blue fucking hair, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, this is, good. this is probably going to be rough. And you know what? The first couple episodes, it kind of was. But after that, guess what the fuck happened? You end up loving Rebels. You fall you fall in love with the characters. You fall in love with the story. Uh, you fall in love with the lore, and you get all these cameos and all these things going on, and it, it brings it closer and closer to you. Um, and by the time it's over, you're like, fuck, it's too bad. I wanted another season. But they, they ended it you know, properly. It was a great ending. Um, Clone Wars. I think there was a big issue with Clone Wars, uh, both of them. It would people gave issue to the uh, micro series in the beginning, which I still think is phenomenal, and parts of it should be canon. I think we talked about that a bit 
on the last Sarlacc. I don't know if we recorded it or not, but we definitely talked about it. But um, and then the the Clone Wars itself. Not everybody likes the animation on Clone Wars, but guess what? That story after the first season, especially right, you had kind of had to get through that first season. It wasn't you know a plus material, but it, it 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 grew on us and it became important. And you started loving the characters and deciding the clones had different personalities, even though they all looked exactly the same and you know were genetically built the same. You, it was a it was an amazing trip through Clone Wars. Why can't people just have an open fucking mind and go into this resistance piece with the same fucking thought? Is it brighter? Yeah, it's showing the first fucking episode. You can tell this is nothing more than one, maybe two episodes deep. This isn't going far. The kid's fucking training. Um, that's all that's going on. What do we start out with? We start out with, uh, you know, can you imagine what it'd be like to be an ace pilot, the kid says? You know, and what's his name? Is Yanu or, or whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll learn how they pronounce everything later. I'm not, not too worried about it yet. You know, and then uh, and Poe jumping in with, I've got a mission for you. All right, cool. Right off the bat, we're getting Poe. So we're already getting familiar faces in this, and I think we're going to get a lot of familiar faces. Remember, this is only a, a limited series. I don't know if it's going to go more than one or two seasons. This is, this is pretty short. Um, and then the kid, you know, jumps up, hands up, yes, you know, all excited. And right there, you're kind of like, ah, it's definitely kind of kiddie, right? But guess what? It's on fucking Disney. It's Star Wars. Star Wars is made for kids. People forget that. We were kids when we fell in love with this fucking thing, guys. We just happened to grow, grow up and become these fucking nasty-ass negative curmudgeons. You guys, not me. I just rant, but I love it regardless. But everybody grew up. I'm like, oh, they're not making it for me anymore. They didn't grow up with me. And, and they're still making it for kids. Shut the fuck up. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I get it that the, the yes piece is a, a little out there, you know, there's some, uh, talk asking about loyalty and finding out who's loyal to the, uh, to the resistance and, and whatnot. So there's going to be some issues there. You'll see there'll be some inner tor turmoil. We know timeline wise, the rumor is, is within six months of the force awakens. The only thing I know guaranteed is it's after bloodline. So it's within six years and with the Poe comic and everything, I, I think six months before TFA, and knowing it's a limited series, I'm I'm pretty sure that makes pretty good sense. Um, that also leads us into some other things I'll talk about in a minute. That gives us a couple great possibilities. Um, we see a big dude, you know, throwing somebody overboard, um, and the kid asking Poe, "What was that about the throwing and the and the overboard and blah blah blah?" And he says, "Don't think about that." You know, so obviously they find somebody they don't trust, or they throw him over and they teach him a lesson or whatever it was. Uh, we won't know till we see it. I doubt he threw him to his death. I'm sure it was somebody just getting taught a lesson. He landed on something that scared the fuck out of him. But, you know. Um, then you see uh, the boy's mentor start talking about, you can be on my team, but your mission as a spy, I want nothing to do with type of thing. All right, so we know he's going to be a spy. He's going to go and infiltrate the First Order. Do I think it's the brightest-ass idea? Probably not. Is it going to be one of those things where we're going to be dressed up as fucking First Order or an Empire again like we've seen in, like we in Rebels over and over and over again? Yeah, probably. Um, we get a flash of a bunch of the new, uh, the younger characters. You know, it's obviously a, a training facility, and they have younger people. Again, guys, on Disney, they're going to point at kids, but they're, it's on 10 o'clock at night, so guess who's going to watch it? It's us. They're not stupid. Um... Okay, I'm going to jump back again to Rebels. Does it look like for kids stuff? Yes. They're trying to draw kids in. Because guess what? When we were kids, we got drawn in. Here we are fucking 40-something years later, and we're still fucking in. We're the money right now. 
the money in 40 years is going to be the kids right now they're driving in. So get a fucking sense, you trolls. Um, they've got to do it. They know we're going to watch what well, we should. If we're really fan, we're real fans, we're going to watch. They need the kids hooked too. So that's what they're doing. But they're going to give us stuff. But just like Rebels. So Rebels looks like it's for kids, right? But what do we get? We get flashbacks to Clone Wars. We get things about Mandalore. We get a throwback to the Mortis arc. We get to see all of our original characters. We saw everybody pretty much but Han. You know, it, it, we saw we saw Leia. We saw Lando. We saw the droids. Um, we saw we saw Ben. We saw fucking Aunt Beru calling the Luke. Shut the fuck up. We got Thrawn. Do you think Thrawn was for the kids? Thrawn was for us. That was straight for us. We saw Rook. None of that. None of that was for the kids. That was all for us. Vader being badass. Maul coming, you know, b- back to train Ezra. God damn it. This the same kind of shit is going to happen here, and you guys will be like, "Oh, I, sh- I can't believe I didn't. I was being a dick in the beginning." No, you won't say that. Nobody ever says, "Oh, I was being a dick in the beginning." You're just going to sit there and mope in your fucking basement, asking your mom for your bologna sandwich and, and bitching and moaning and typing your shit up. Not the four of you, of course. You guys are cool. Anyway, back to the uh, the trailer. Then we get a, a view of the, like I said, the younger characters and a new droid called Bucket. I believe was the the rumor or confirmation. I, I I missed it. I have been busy still. Luckily, I'm getting this show done now. But Bucket looks like a pieced together piece of BB-8 and fighter pilot helmet and whatever the fuck they made him out of. So. You know, some kid's smart and can put together a droid. We're looking like Snap with Bones here, although it's not a killer B1, which would have been fucking rad if we can get Bones in there. Um, but nobody listens to me. Um, and then we get our first shot of BB-8 in there. So now we've got Poe, which would you assume you would have BB-8, okay? Um, we see a, what is it, a training or a test scene um, with him in the, with him in the uh, female lead here. Um, you can see him flying over the water. It's kind of like a a pod race type scenario. Um, I mean, it looks cool. It's it's. I'm sure it's flashy. If it's pod race, ask you know I'm gonna bitch about it because I bitch about everything pod racing. Um, but that's the type of thing you see here um, in in their fighters, and that that could be kind of cool. You can see the the kids training. Right after that, you see Ties attacking this base they're on. Okay, it's just a quick view. And oh my God, guys, it's dark right there. So get excited. There's darkness. And then uh, you see a flash of, okay, it looks like a gold trooper. It could just be the lighting in that environment. I'm hoping it's the lighting in that environment or something to that nature because I'm not going to like the fact that we have a gold trooper. Cardinal being red was supposed to be special when we read Phasma, right? Cardinal was the only one with different armor. Everybody else was very the, the same. You know, They're very uniform. Then Phasma made her own. To, to be different out of Palpatine's old ship, okay? that That's the old stuff. That the two people should have the different uniforms. If all of a sudden we have a gold one, now we're kind of kind of cheating the purpose of making everybody else special. So we'll have to see how that flies and if that was really a gold trooper or just the lighting in the environment. I kinda, I'm kind of aiming that way. Um, as far as I can tell, it, could, it uh, didn't have the sash over, so it's probably not Phasma, but it could have been Phasma in a, in a gold-lit room for all we know. And then, uh, you know, it ends with the uh, the boy yelling yes again. So hopefully that's not his uh, Finn's, you know. Did you see that? Did you see that? Hopefully we don't get yes every 30 seconds with the kid when he gets excited. Um, but here's the deal. Going through it, I'm, I'm, I can tell you that's the first one or two episodes. They're going to start light. 
it's going to take all of us a minute to get into it because it does with every fucking animated series. Everybody has to get used to it. We have to get dialed in, warmed up to it, you know, start meeting the characters. You're not supposed to just walk in and love the characters. We're not getting original trilogy cartoons here, guys. Um, and I'm, I'm guarantee you, watch after three or four episodes, it's going to catch its, catch its steam and we're going to be all in like, oh man, I wonder what happens here, here, here. Now, I'm going to play off the fact that this is going to be six months before The Force Awakens. Okay, and this opens up a whole lot for us. Um, we did hear yesterday, uh, the word around the campfire is that Leia will be in it, which only makes sense. It's a resistance um, show. You should see Leia. With that said, we should also see Akbar. So everybody that's really mad that Akbar didn't get to die, you know, a, a bigger heroic death in TOJ, at least we'll get your character back and we'll get to get to see Akbar a bit, I'm betting. Um I would think we would see just about, you know, the Black Squadron. I think we'll see Snap, which would be cool. And, you know, if we can get bones in there, I don't know what's up with him yet, but that would that would make me super happy, you know, things like that. Um then Go on the oh shit! You could see Han. You could hear about Luke. They could still be. They could be looking for Luke at this point. You know, we're we're only a few months away. They could the the we know already from the Poe books and, and from everything else. There's there's a they're looking for these maps. This map. So this this could be part of the the mission or the information. Now we know dude's going to be spying and infiltrating the First Order. Infiltrating the First Order opens up a lot of cool shit that they're probably holding for secret. That they're going to hold from us and not show us to the end so we can all go, oh, fuck. And then word of mouth goes fucking crazy, right? If you're in the First Order, number one, we know you're going to meet Phasma. Gwendolyn Christie's already been confirmed to, to have a voice part in this. Not a big deal. Won't be a surprise. We'll see Hux. There's no reason not to see Hux if you're infiltrating, Okay. Um, if it was earlier, I would have thought we would have seen his dad, maybe maybe Cardinal, things like that. But this is going to be, within six months, we're not going to see anybody like that. Now, this opens up to the obvious fan service, fan wish, fan everything, that we're going to see at least a hologram of Snoke. We'll get at least mentions of Snoke. There's no way around it, right? You're going to hear the Supreme Leader's uh, name thrown around. I think we should see Kylo. There's a really good chance we see Kylo walking around, doing things, blasting orders, doing whatnot. A smaller chance, but still a chance, that we see parts of the Knights of Ren. They might not be walking all around like like a gang all the time, but you can get somebody walking through and then another First Order officer telling them, oh, man, that's a Knight of Ren. You know, that's, that's those are Kylo Ren's men, but this and that. You can get things like that in this that would work out very well, and I'm sure none of us expected in Rebels to see all of our original characters. I'm sure of it, you know, um... Oh, fuck, I didn't even mention, like, the Rebel throwbacks like Hondo was in it, you know, and we got Rex back, we got Ahsoka back, holy fuck. I mean, we got everything we could possibly fucking want in Rebels, and people still bitch, or they really bitched in the beginning, but they still bitched a bit at the end. But that was great. We ended up getting so much fan service in that, and I'm sure this is going to be no different. Now, I know Filoni's not directly doing this, is what I heard now, um, which is kind of a drag, but he's involved. He's, uh, he's there producing, helping, giving information. If you have Filoni there in any way... I guarantee if something is going awry, he's going to jump in and take over. He'll go to Kennedy and get permission to take the fucking thing over if it's not already done. So I'm, I'm sure there's, it's already been worked through. I'm sure he's already had his fingerprint on it, and I'm, I'm sure we're good to go. So 
to all these people saying, "Oh, this is horrible. Oh, it's a kid show. No, it's gonna, it's, it's trash. I'll never watch it, dude." I saw people, and mind you, I like these Instagram pages. There are Instagram pages out there. Sorry, Star Wars, I'm gonna call you out. That said, I didn't watch Rebels, and I'm not gonna watch this. What the fuck? How can you bitch and do your uh, edgy memes? And again, you know I dig you guys, but come on, you gotta give stuff a chance before you bitch. You can't just bitch blind. It, that that just that just makes you ignorant. There's no way I can't listen to a fucking thing you say about it. I'll listen to other shit you say, no problem. You watch TLJ, I'll listen to you. You know, you watch Solo, I'll listen to you. You didn't watch Rebels, you're not gonna watch Resistance. Don't fucking post about it. Don't bitch about it if you haven't seen it or gonna give it a chance. That's just that's just ignorance. That's that responsibility I was talking about earlier. If for nothing else, you watch it for research. You watch it so you can have a, an educated opinion to share with your fan base, to share with the Star Wars community, not just sit there and have a bitch session with a bunch of like-minded trolls. Not calling you guys trolls, again, all, all, all due respect, but if you're not listening or you're not watching, come on. You, you can't go out there and expect anybody to give a fuck what you're saying about it. You've got to give it the effort. You've got to give it the research and then go out there. So that's what we're looking at. Um, the guys, I don't want to speak for the guys, because I'm sure we'll speak on it next week when we, when we do Sarlacc, but... I think everybody had kind of a differing opinion on the animation of the story of the the tone, but the since we're Star Wars fans, you know what we all said? We're gonna give it a shot. Let's see what happens. Let's go on the ride. That's how it fucking works. That's how a fan does things. We don't just sit there and boycott. We don't just sit there and stop. You know, I was in, I was in a discussion about the damn show, and somebody said. Well, this is why we boycotted Solo and this and that. And my response simply was, well, you're fucking the fan base because we're not going to get cool stuff and we're not going to continue to get things whether you like it or not, you know, in the future. And I want more stuff, right? They didn't boycott after The Force Awakens. They didn't boycott after Rogue One. They didn't watch Solo because they were mad at The Last Jedi. And that's bullshit. You get mad at one movie. One movie. And mind you, people were bitching at the prequels when Lucas had them, okay? But now all of a sudden those are gold. Everybody forgets. You know, and, and yet you just want to to boycott and think your voice is being heard. Your voice isn't being heard. Your your voice is pissing the rest of us off. And I swear to God, I'm I'm bigger and stronger than you. I'll take you out. I will I will choke you down and tell you to shut the fuck up. Can you guys tell I'm worked about this one? I don't know what it is. I think it's just the uh, the ignorance and the 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 knowledge that you are ignorant about it. That people just won't give things a chance. I won't be watching this. I won't be seeing this. This is the last nail in the coffin. This is the end of Star Wars. They finally did it. Uh, this this show will be it. Nothing's going to be the end of Star Wars as long as we're around. We they will they might lower budgets. They might do things because they they might be losing money. But there is no stopping Star Wars. Again, they can miss a movie once in a while. They they can do that. Like just like Marvel can. Just like most of them can. Fucking Sony misses movies all the time. Sony hasn't made much of shit for superheroes. Have you seen the Venom trailer? That's going to be a fucking miss and they're still talking about doing, you know, everybody else after that. Bullshit. You know, I, nothing's going to kill Star Wars. We still have the books, the comics, the shows, the movies, the get the fuck out of here with this is going to kill Star Wars. The only thing that can ever kill Star Wars is the toxic fan base and being bitches. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just about out of breath and out of rant right there because that's a good, solid, almost half hour of me just being a dick. So, let's go into something you guys know I love to do, and this is why I know this show is going to be short because we'll give the half hour of bitching in a little bit of uh, this part. I love the theory craft. If you listen to Sarlacc, theories for fucking days before these movies come out, right? 
had all sorts of theories between the, before the Last Jedi, right? Everybody bitched that we all killed ourselves for you know having this movie build up in our head and then seeing it, and it was totally true. We totally built it up too much. We totally had our own stories, and we it, it took us a second and third viewing to understand the Last Jedi and appreciate it. Totally true. Totally fucked ourselves up. Did almost the same thing for Solo, but we're pleasantly surprised that almost everything we wanted or, or what have you happened. Okay, kind of like Rogue One. Rogue One was the same way. Then comes, uh, you know, we're getting episode nine up and we're like, oh, we're of course going to be smarter now and not theory craft and go through all this bullshit and do it again. You know, there's a year and a half left. You know what? Fuck it. I'm theory crafting the fuck out of this thing. Um, it's time to start going. It's time to start getting ready and it's time to start taking um, my thoughts and everything and putting it to where it should be. Because if they haven't filmed it yet, damn it, listen to Hoth Topic and Sarlacc and get it changed, Lucasfilm. You'd be like, oh, look at that. Fucking Darth Dad had an idea. Oh, look, Kruger had an idea. Oh, look, Ernie, Marco, Mike. You know, if Mike ever shows up to a fucking taping of Sarlacc, they had an idea. We should listen to those guys. They know what they're fucking talking about. That's like totally my dream. So, you know, you know, JJ, you know, Cat, whoever's listening, you know, P. Hitty, you know, Pablo. If you anyone wants to hook me up, put me in the story group. I'd be glad to be there. So now I'm going to warn you. I may have one or two ideas already, and I'm going to read you in a second the uh, crawl I did uh, that won a quick contest online. Um, but when I theory craft, I'll say one thing, and I'll get four more ideas right after. So this may be the most choppy bit of shit you've ever heard, but it's going to be badass ideas, I hope. Or then you're going to be like, no, that's a fucking dumb idea, Chris. Get the fuck out of here. But I'm going to do it anyway, and I'm going to get myself really excited for this movie. And then it'll never happen on film, and then it'll take me three or four days to get over it and then enjoy episode nine. Just, I I know who I am. I know what I do. I'm over it. I'm good with it. So here we go. Obviously, we start with the crawl, right? And we go into, sorry, it's taking a second to load. Episode nine, Hope Reborn, which I think is a perfect title, by the way. Come on, JJ, work with me here. Five years have passed since the Battle of Crate and the legend of Luke Skywalker has spread across the galaxy, inspiring thousands to take up arms against the First Order and Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. More in the death of Leia Organa, the rebellion led by Admiral Poe Dameron have initiated attacks on several key systems. General Lando Calrissian, drawn back into the fight, is sent with his legion to assist Rey and her new Padawan learners into the unknown regions at the planet Ilum. Now, a couple things have changed since I wrote that. And I'll make a couple adjustments too, and I'll probably do another one and put it out there just for fun. We know now that Leia is going to be in it, so we're not going to be mourning Leia within the uh, crawl, which it would have been a, I thought, a fitting send off anyway. Um, it would have been cool. We wouldn't have had to see her die on screen. Maybe we still won't see her die on screen. I, I'm dreading seeing her pass away. I hope they don't kill her off. Let her live in the uh, the canon. Let her live on in comics and books and cartoons and everything else. Let's just please let that happen. Okay. Uh, we don't need to kill her and Lando off at this point. Let them and Chewie and, and the droids survive this whole thing. Um, we don't need any more. So that's changed. Um, we do know Lando's back, so call that. This was done months ago. This is like end of December, beginning of January. So we do know that Lando's back, so that's going to be cool. We do know there'll be a time jump, so the five years could be could be pretty right. But I've got a couple changes here. And Supreme Leader... Kylo is one thing. I it could still be called Supreme Leader, but I am uh I'm just about got myself convinced yet again in a horrible, horrible way that Grand Admiral Thrawn will be in episode nine. I really want to see this first teaser trailer. 
I want to see a bunch of badass stuff. I want to see the very end of it. After you see the the title, all of a sudden it goes dark, and then you see a a, a figure turn around. And you see the glowing red eyes. That's what I want to fucking see in a teaser. I want to see that Grand Admiral Thrawn has been pulling the strings this entire time. I want to see that he was using Snoke like he was using Sabaoth in the old Heir to the Empire trilogy. I am cool to find out that Snoke would be some kind of crazy-ass fucking clone that they've they've cloned uh, over and over and over, and that's why he was crazy, and he would change his attitude from here to there, like Sabaoth. I would fucking love that. Um, and then know that he's pulling the strings now and, and him be the, the Phantom Menace of sorts, right? That would tie so many things in. It'd be such great fan service. You know we need fan service in this to bring the... I'm, I'm doing air quotes. You can't see it because I'm not on TV. Uh, fans back, the ones that left. And, and I again, I can't even... It's so hard to call them fans without me spitting afterwards. But that would be fucking rad. I would lose my shit in the theater. I would stand up and start dancing around in a circle like an idiot if I fucking saw Thrawn. I might cry. So that would be fucking bad. JJ make it happen. Rewrite whatever the fuck you gotta do to make that shit happen. Okay, so that's theory number one. And I think, and here's why. They've made a deal out of him in these books, right? And he's been around since the Clone Wars. He's been watching that's kind of what the thing that we, we know that, that whoever's watching this knows a lot about a lot of things. They made a point in the Thrawn book about how Chiss children um, sometimes come out with force sensitivity and they use them as navigators um, and they navigate the unknown regions. That's huge, right? And Vader asks him, are they always female? And I know I went through this last week, but we're going to do it again. And Thrawn says, no, sometimes they are male. He's all, but most uh, lose their power over time. Um, by young adulthood, it's it's half of what it was, and by older adulthood, it's it's just barely there. Thrawn might be that exception to everything. I, I, I again and again, Thrawn, I'm sure has some kind of force sensitivity. Um, can see things. Can control. I'm, I'm sure Thrawn is here. Thrawn is doing something, and it's going to be awesome. Because in the aftermath, they even mentioned how he was off in the unknown regions. It wasn't about him being taken away you know by with Ezra you know by then I'm sure something that's going to be rectified we know they're alive it's going to be rectified at some point somewhere I don't know but um we'll get him back in a book somewhere and I'm, I'm sure he's going to be part of the first order if not leading the whole fucking thing just like it wouldn't be that different than heir to the empire you know come back he's leading that that new empire and he used a clone of a Jedi master to to help him, to, to get his mission accomplished. Well, it didn't get, end up getting accomplished in the end, but to help him with his mission, to help him do everything. And that Jedi Master claimed supremacy over the Empire at the time. And you know how Thrawn knew he was in charge, but he would let Sabaoth pretend he was in charge. Same fucking thing here with Snoke. He could be doing the same thing. I would love it. So that's first. Now, I don't know how big Lando's role will be in this. None of us do, obviously. But I always wanted him to come back, and I thought he would come back. Um, I hope it's a fairly big role now, um, because they've done a couple of things in like Last Shot, that, and they've mentioned it in the Aftermath stuff, that Lando would be really helpful for my, my next theory. But Lando coming back, they needed that leadership role. They needed somebody to help take charge. It can't just be Poe and the guys going out there and... and Wrecking shit. Even the old rebellion had Mon Mothma and Riken and all, you know, and Dodonna. They had veterans that could help them out. 
you can't just go in here with a bunch of kids and expect to take on the first order. It just can't happen. So having Lando there, you know, a veteran of the rebellion, um, will, will be phenomenal. Now, what, and I think why he didn't make it, I'm telling you, is because Maz and her, the trade dispute, the the labor dispute she was having was on was helping Lando. I'm sure of it. That's why he was stuck. They were in a battle already, and that's why he couldn't get there on time. I bet you it, it's, something's going to come up where, I'm sorry I didn't make it, or there'll be a comic explaining why he couldn't get there right on time, and he got there right after the, the battle or right when he saw the First Order leaving or what have you. Lando will have shown up at Crate. Um, we'll get a story about that eventually. But... They made a really big deal the last you know year or so about one droids being more sentient, being um, having their own thoughts, having basically like like three PO with an internal uh, droid spy network, um, L three fighting for droid rights, all of these. They've also made a really huge point about Lando being you know basically a droid expert and and uh, droid impresario and all you know all these things. Um, about droids and and what they need to do and how they've been doing things and how they've been thinking. So the rumor the other day was they were going to bring clones in to help the resistance. Um, that doesn't seem feasible to me. If this is only five years or so, the clones take a minute, right? So you've got to set up a cloning facility. You've got to get a, a template. You've got to go through all this, and all of a sudden you think you're just going to have a clone army ready to go in five years. I mean, it took 10 years for the, for the Kaminoans to, to pull it off. I don't think that the fledgling rebellion would be able to pull that off in five and be ready to fight. Now, what I do think, and I've said a couple of times now is battle droids, battle droids would be fucking perfect. Whether they come across an old droid foundry, whether they've always known where it was, whether they've controlled it already, um, I put in a in a thing on Instagram yesterday that they were reprogrammed. But again, to the point where after the Phantom Menace, they didn't need their um, droid brain ship anymore. They didn't need the control ship. They were uh, free thinkers for the, for the most part. So if these droids become more and more sentient, if they uh, see what's going on now and they can pick a side, like kind of we saw in... In uh, Rebels, right? We saw a great thing with, with Rex and, and the, the droids. That was awesome. Now, we can see something here where the droids come to help the Rebellion. They see what's wrong. They see what's going on. They see basically that they're going to be fighting the Emperor or the Republic again is what the First Order would be to them. They go after them. You know, droids were always a Separatist. It's kind of what the Rebellion is here, is the Separatists. They could come right in and decide, you know what, this is the right side we were right before to fight Palpatine, and maybe we'll be right right now to fight Ren. Um, the droids made that decision, or they reprogrammed. You can go either way. But I swear to God, they, they, okay, J.J. said he is going to link the prequels, the originals, and this. Okay, Lando is a, a direct link to the originals, just like the original characters were. Bringing Lando in, talking about things, direct, easy link. We might hit a planet or two. Maybe we'll hit Tatooine again. Who the fuck knows? That we could go somewhere in the original trilogy, or we go back to Endor and find a piece of something we needed to get. Okay. The B ones, you can put B twos in too, but B ones are more fun to me. B twos drive me nuts. But B ones um, would be a direct badass link to the prequels. That would be the coolest thing I could think. And all of a sudden, you've got the the new rebellion, 
led by a Jedi and maybe some Padawans at this point. We'll get into that in a second, too. Um, going against Ren in the First Order. That I couldn't see anything cooler. Uh, that would be it. And you didn't even know, and again, let's bring back to Aftermath and, and another character and bring Snap in. Snap knows about battle droids. Snap did reprogram Bones as, as a B-1 battle droid to, to be his buddy and his bodyguard and everything else. He could be, in, him and Lando could team up. We know Snap's back. So him and Lando could be working on this. These these are things that need to happen, JJ. JJ, Kathleen, Pablo, whoever the fuck's listening, make this shit happen, all right? Um, I think that would be fucking outstanding. Tell you what, if I finally get my Funko uh, Battle Droid 3-pack that I've been looking for, a B1, a B2, and a Droidica, you better bet it's coming. Um, that's, that's the plan. That should be the plan. When I'm in charge of Lucasfilm next year, damn it, that's what's going to happen. I would just love to hear Lando yell out an order to the droids and get a Roger Roger back at him, right? Could could you... I, I would... I'd lose my shit. Now, the Padawans. I did use the planet Ilum, and I did it because it's never been confirmed that Starkiller Base was Ilum, right? I know Ilum's in the Unknown Regions. I know it's where they can get their crystals. It's kind of what I was playing with. But it could be any planet. Um, in five years, it would be tough to train a whole new order, but Luke was doing it, right? Yoda trained Luke in a couple of weeks. It's not like you need a bunch of time to actually um, get them ready for battle. Maybe not to turn to the dark side, maybe to learn everything, but you could probably get a bunch of super strong force sensitives going or at least start to rebuild. Um, so I see that coming. I don't see um, Tamari Blagg, a.k.a. Broom Boy, to everybody who doesn't know his name and can't read a book and doesn't want to uh, listen. Um, I don't see him being part of it. I see him. He was just a symbol. I still think in the in uh, the last Jedi, I think he was a cool symbol that there is hope out there. That there are other Force sensitives. I think he was leading us towards that, but not going to be one. Um, they're not going to magically go back to, you know, Canto Bight and find him and be like, oh look, what a quinkadink! You got a ring. That's not going to happen. But I do think they're going to find people throughout the galaxy. I'm hoping a bunch of different aliens. I'm hoping, you know, we get some of that in there. Um, and she starts training them and getting them ready to in the ways of the Force, and they can learn enough from the Jedi text. I'm hoping that some Force ghosts, again, damn it, this theory's never going to die until this fucking trilogy is over. I need to see a Force ghost council. They could help with the whole fucking thing. I need to see Yoda. I need to see Obi-Wan. I need to see Luke. I need to see Qui-Gon. I need to see Anakin. I need to see all these guys in a fucking Force ghost council or training Um future Jedi, you know, training Rey and training everyone else, it, that would be fucking rad. That would be badass. Uh, it needs to happen. If I don't see another set of Force ghosts, I'm going to be pretty pissed. I'm, I mean, I know Luke's going to be in there as a Force ghost. Oh, my God, hold on. Stupid-ass rumor of the day. They said somehow they're going to show that Luke didn't die. That uh, Or this is fan theory or whatever. They post fan theories like they're rumors now. Like uh, or like it's a uh, it's been seen on set or in a script. Like if somebody's gonna listen to Hoth topic, like oh my god, uh, confirm that battle droids. That's not what's going on. But uh, the dumbass rumor was that Luke didn't really die there on Octo or Octo. Um, that he that he's still alive and we'll see him again because there was so much backlash about his death. I hate the internet sometimes. Again, listen to episode four of the show and you will be totally cool with him going out the way he went out and he'll stop bitching. Um, but I just wanted to go back into dumbass rumor of the day. But you know he'll be back in nine. We've already, that's already confirmed. I see him as a force ghost, man. Help him train Ray and train these Padawans, and then drive Kylo a bit nuts. That's what I've got to see. So 
And at this point, too, I, my other theory is that, that Kylo, you know, with Thrawn still, has grown out of this uh, this phase that you guys all see him in. Or not you guys, not the four of you. But people see him as whiny and emo and stuff. And he's finally crossed over. He's He's done. There is no more, you know, indecision. He's dark as fuck. He's evil. He's ready to kill. He wants power. Um, there's no question in his mind anymore. Nothing about his mom, nothing about his dad, nothing about his uncle. There's nothing there anymore that uh, is in his way. Maybe Ray a little bit. Maybe he'll still try to turn Ray. I could see that. But I'm not, I'm not seeing anything uh, that you can be a bitch about Kylo. I already love the character, but I, I see him turning into that really evil, um, not quite emperor-like look, obviously, but uh, that, that leader that we've needed. Um, it it'll be cool. I see him more. Nah, it can't, I was gonna say more like Bane, but everybody will lose their minds if I say that. Vader, if he would have turned and, and got the uh, or killed the Emperor and taken over, that's how I see Kylo here. And he's gonna be ruthless, and he's gonna be vindictive, and he's gonna it, it's gonna be awesome. That's how I see that. And I see the uh, the Knights of Ren basically taking the place of the Praetorian Guards for him. That's where I think they'll come in. They're going to be his personal guards. They're going to be around his throne. They're going to be with him all the time. It'll be their sworn duty to protect their supreme leader. That's what's going to happen. That's why all the guards ended up having to be killed there because he's going to, you know, have his own. And they'll they'll, they'll kick ass. And it's going to be badass fights. So we're going to see Rey versus Kylo. We're going to see Lando leading the droids against the, the stormtroopers. That's the shit we're going to, and we're going to get a space battle. That's how I see, you know how we always have the three end stories going. Kylo Ray, droids versus troopers, and the space battle going on. Um, that's how we're going to get this done. That's my theory for episode nine. So now the last thing we got to figure out is we know this is the last of the Skywalker saga. So we have two Skywalkers left. We have Leia and we have Kylo. So do the end... Does the end of the Skywalker saga end because they both die and and uh, that's how it ends? Or is it end with Kylo dying and Leia going away? I'm not sure how that's going to work. Now, I did say I didn't want to have to see Leia die. But if she dies somehow with Ben, like if he turns the last second or she's the one that takes him out, but she has she has to do it to save everybody and it takes them both out, I would be okay with that. Because that would put Leia out in that blaze of glory that everybody thinks everybody else should have. And I think that would be probably the most fitting, considering she's gone. Um, you could do that and just give her a, a, a hero's exit. I think that might be the cool way to do it, that she would have to turn. She would have to, unfortunately, take her son out, but he's so that she's so that far gone, like I mentioned. Um, I don't think he can turn back. Maybe that's the way this goes down. I don't mean like a, a fight. They're not going to CGI or anything. But whether it be in a ship or something or an order, I don't know. But them going out together at the same time and, and taking out the Skywalker lineage at the same moment would be something that, that would have to work. I'd have to, I'm going to have to really theorycraft that one through a little bit. But that might be something that would, would definitely work. Um, I could also see Hux turning through this five years. We might even see Hux turned into... Nah, Turned in well, maybe turned in the beginning. You know, we saw Callus turn during Rebels, and he was pretty, you know, pretty loyal. So, seeing Hux turn, maybe he's just so tired of Kylo, he comes over. But he was he was always born to be loyal 
to the first order, but that was because of the people that had helped him and brought him up. Maybe he comes over to to the to rebellion to go against Kylo. But he could play a double agent too. All sorts of shit could happen there with Hux. I just hope they don't make him a bitch because he was kind of a bitch in in the Last Jedi, and I do like Hux's character. I like his background, so I like to see him get a little bit more. Uh, I don't think I want Fastman back. There's no way to bring her back for the third time unless it's the running, you know, South Park Kenny joke that, oh no, you killed Phasma. Um, so I hope we don't see that her back. But you know, I, I've I've got this little outline of in my head of how nine should go. I have no idea what they're doing, but I, I do think um, the main thing is the the Calrissian piece and the the droids. I think that's going to play a huge part. It's the only way I can see them having a big enough army to take on the First Order at this point. So, you know what? Let's, let's do that. Let's make that happen, Disney. And, uh, you know, you don't have to give me any credit for it. You just let me come to the premiere, and I'll, I'll be I'll be totally cool. If you want to give me credit for it and throw me some money, I'm even more cool with that. But you know what? I'm not a greedy dude. I just want to go see movies and, and love my Star Wars. So, Well, I think I'm going to end it here. That definitely wasn't as short as I thought. That's what she said. Does that work when you're talking to yourself? Can you pull a that's what she said if you're saying shit to yourself through a mic and not have anybody else? I did it, so I guess it works. Fuck it. Um, but here's what I want to do for next week. And if you're listening, I, I hope you're listening, all four of you, or however many of you are listening. I keep saying four, just playing around. I know we got more. I would like you to go on Instagram and send me a voice clip. Or on Facebook. Chris Franz on Facebook. Either way. Uh, message me, send me a voice clip, give me some opinions about Star Wars, things you want to talk about, things you want to vent about, I will put you on the air with your opinion, I will respond to it, I may clown you, it's part of the job, it's part of what I do, so if you say something that I don't agree with, I'm probably going to blast you, um, if you want to bitch about the show, or commend the show, or whatever, or, or whatever you want to do, put it on there, if you want to talk about this last theory, if you want to talk about the, the Luke arc, if you want to talk about the canon discussion, Whatever you want to do, I would love for my 10th episode to have a whole bunch of fan um, and, and listener feedback and, and interaction and, and just bring it, bring, it, bring it around and see what you guys think about the first nine and bring this 10th episode just a little bit different. I would love to play your, play your thought and then go off and respond to it. If I can get you know 10 or 15 of you guys to do that, that would be so fucking rad. And then it'll get you guys, you know, out here and have a little bit of fun, you know. I don't have my schedule is that of I wake up. I do the show. It's not easy for me to get guests on. I, I wanted to do that in the beginning. It's just not an easy deal for me because I could think I'm going to be recording at 8 in the morning all of a sudden on a Monday, and all of a sudden I'm breaking off on, on 12 o'clock at night on a fucking Thursday. And that happens more times than not. I got lucky and got to do this on the Monday morning today. So with that said, like I said, send me some voice clips. Give me some opinions. Give me your thoughts, your rants, your whatever. Um, what do you love? What do you hate? If you've disagreed with anything... Um, tell me to fuck off. I'll tell you to fuck off back. Whatever you want to fucking do, let's do this. So send those to me. Start doing it now. Um, or you can email the voice clip to Chris. It's K-R-I-S Franz, F-R-A-N-Z 11 at gmail.com. Send it to me there. Um, I'll get it recorded. We'll get it on the show and we'll, we'll have some fun with it. All right. So with that said, uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you've enjoyed the last few shows. Uh, I'll talk to you again next time on Sarlacc Digest and back here the week after. And uh, until then, I'll see you in hell. Look at the size of that thing. Into the box, fly boy. Come 
going in. It's too big. Size matters not. Didn't go in. So it's big. Hey, Paul, what I was thinking is that we need to cut a promo. Yeah, I've been working on some ideas. It's just I don't really know where to go with it exactly. What if I got like a filter where we could just kind of talk normally and we can have kind of a script, but then yes. I can I can like filter it so that one of us will have one kind of voice and then one will have the other. I want to put my request. Make me as Freddy Krueger. Can you do that? Maybe instead of the voices, what if we tried to like write a skit, develop a whole thing, and we have a backstory? And but well, I don't know. That might be kind of too long. So well, like screeching cars and explosions and fireworks and yeah, and, yeah. Well, what about I like it. Maybe instead of you know doing a filter, we could just like reach out to Robert England himself and maybe. Ooh he can you know just record a promo for us sometime do you think i, I mean we I, might have to like raise some money we can do a kickstarter and we could just throw it out to like robert england and you know sure, just, sure. just all kinds of actors and and i think people will do that i think sure why not well you know what? i don't know maybe we're overthinking this whole thing how about if we just tell people where to find us i like that you can find us at who will survive on iTunes, Stitcher, on the Legion Podcast Network, and on the Raw Live and Unedited Podcasting Network. Also on Facebook and Instagram under the same name. Oh, wait. Can we do it underwater uh, with that, piranhas killing me? That would kind of be brutal. And if that doesn't work, then you can do the regular promo. All right. Well, just get in the water and I'll go get some fish. All right, cool. Join the Nerds with Attitude podcast each week, now part of the Raw Live Unedited Network, featuring the Nerds with Attitude podcast. Covering pop culture nerd news. TV shows. Movies. Comics. No! And toys! Also, listen to Nerd Tunes with Scott and Kevin. Movie reviews with President Rob. Kevin interviews. And more. And remember, keep it nerdy. Kevin interviews. Nope, that's the show about cats. I talk to cats. In a world with far too many Star Wars podcasts comes one more Star Wars podcast. Yahoo! The Sarlacc Digest, a bi-weekly show covering Star Wars news, toys, book reviews, fan theories, and new canon discussion. All links report in. Join the Sarlacc Digest hosts as they bring you knowledge and lore. Man, whenever the Yuzon Vong dropped the moon on Chewbacca's head... I shed a Holy tear, shit, dude. What? Not f***ing canon. Jason and Jaina Solo. Why is it so hard for everybody to understand? The passion. So when Luke took off Vader's helmet, you could just see the sadness going in, the lighting and the, and the tears forming, and it just, the, the soundtrack just starts raising. And uh, then, you know it's a movie, right? What? The fandom. Okay, so I have my Darth Vader camping chair for the line, my brand new exclusive Luke and Leia vans, my Star Wars pop vinyl wristband that I just got. Oh, oh did I tell you that I was going to get my next... Uh, and the collecting world. I got the orange card of figures. I got the green card. I got the red card. Okay, do you have circles on hand? No circles, half circle? Half circles? Half circle. You got Palpatine Blue Saber? I do, and the barge. What the f***? No, not the barge. The Sarlacc Digest, bringing you line talk and digesting Star Wars topics over a thousand years. Find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're proud members of the RLU, Raw Live and Unedited Podcasting Network. Find us, rawlivepod.com.
uh, Figs and Flicks is uh, part of the Raw Live and Unedited Podcasting Network, which means you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, or the listening platform of your choice. Or you can go directly to rawlivepod.com. Yay!